Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman. Thank you for listening to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. This month, we have decided to switch things up a little bit. Uh, While you're preparing for next month's tax season, we thought we would provide you with an opportunity to go back and to listen to some of the expert guests that we've had on our show in the past, Linda Brooks and Dr. Hill, who have been extremely beneficial to many of our listeners who have heard their suggestions regarding how to handle your finance and what's the best way to prepare and handle your household finances and give you some tips on what to do as you're approaching tax season. So we have Dr. Hill. He speaks about financial stewardship. And so we wanted to play those episodes again for you. Please enjoy this episode. I know you're going to gather so much from it. We'd like to welcome you back to part two of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. And this particular episode is dealing with financial stewardship or biblical stewardship. We have our guest speaker joining us again, Dr. Hill. He will be explaining to us today a little bit about what a Godpreneur is, as well as theoeconomics. And so we'd like to welcome you, Dr. Hill. At this time, let us just jump right into the next questions that we have for you. Now, Dr. Hill, you spoke a little bit about biblical stewardship and financial stewardship, and you shared a little bit about the many of scriptures that are written that speak on finance and how even Jesus himself, the majority of his discussions to the disciples and to us have been about finance. Now, what specifically is God's desire for everyone with regards to financial stewardship? You started kind of getting into it, and I know we kind of went on to the singles and the married, but I want to get back into what's God's desire for each of us as it regards to financial biblical stewardship. Yes, Dr. Jordan, let me tell you, this does not have to do with what religion you are, what church you go to, if you're a believer at all. God has principles that when we operate the inside of the principles, when we obey the principles, we will be blessed irregardless. All right. So when we talk about budgeting, okay. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. If you budget your money, you're going to come out at the end managing your resources. If you strategize your life, that's the same. So now God has made universal principles that are available for believer and non-believer. And that's what's exciting. And that's because the Bible says God so loved the world. Not Baptists, not Seventh-day Adventists, not Pentecostals, not atheists. He said, I love the world. 
And so he outlined principles for the entire world because God's desire, I'm going to shout you on this, God's desire is that every single being on the planet lives a prosperous life. I say that unequivocally. And I get it from the Bible. If you look at the Genesis account, before God created man, and I do believe in the creation, when God created man, he placed him in a garden that was everything that his heart could ever desire. There was no light there. God was intentional. He says, listen, I'm putting you in a place of prosperity because that's my plan for you throughout eternity. Can I say that again? God's plan, original plan, was for us to live in prosperity like he does for eternity. And that still is his plan for every single person on the planet. There's a text that I love to refer to. There are actually a couple of texts. One is 3 John 2. God says, and here's a prayer, beloved, I pray and believe all things that you might prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. God desires for every human being on the planet. Let me step back. Every being on the planet are God's children. All right. Whether they're believer or not, they're God's children. They're God's creation. He cares about us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts I have for you, said God. Thoughts of peace and not evil. Thoughts for a future and a hope. He's speaking that to anyone who would just accept the fact that he loves us. And then another text I'd like to quote. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. He says, but you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he that gives you the ability to prosper or to have wealth so that he may establish his covenant, which he gave to his father. Part of the covenant that God makes with people is that if you love me, obey me, you will experience wealth. So God's plan in a nutshell is that every single person on the planet experiences prosperity. Great. Dr. Hill, could you just... Take a moment, because this is like they say in the South, good to do good. Uh, <laughs> could you take a moment and just share with us, just unpack those financial, biblical financial stewardship principles? Could you lay that out for us? Like if you're speaking to someone who is a beginner and they're trying to understand the, this concept of this biblical financial stewardship principles. What are some of those specific principles? Let me go back. First of all, God created us with the ability to make a decision. The first thing in managing your money is realize that you decide your destiny. No one else does but you. So I have to make up my mind that I'm going to manage my own life. That's all stewardship is, manage my own life. Number two, I understand that in order to do that, I have to be disciplined. Discipline means moving my life from talk to walk. It means acting on the principles that are outlined. Number three, I'm learning how to live on a budget. A budget is a planned guide for spending. As I said earlier, it is telling your money where to go rather than asking your money, where you been? Another thing about every person should do is start thinking about your future, okay? 
You can't live what you need to live every day to the fullest extent, but you got to think more than one year or one month. You got to think down the road, five years, 10 years, 30. In other words, you need to have a long-term strategy for your life. You know, I told my wife when we were finishing up seminary, and Dr. Dossman, I think you'll appreciate that. At the seminary, by the time we got to finishing our budget, we had literally 52 cents left, literally 52 cents left. And we would go out and splurge. And this is how we would splurge. We would buy one donut and split it in half. That is the truth. That's not an exaggeration. All right? But I told my wife at the seminar, I said, if you stick with me long enough, the strategy is that there will come a time when we won't be as tight as we are. And I told her that there was going to be a time when I would finish my doctorate degree. In fact, I told her five years after I finished the seminary, I would be enrolled in a doctoral program. And almost five years to the day, because there was a strategy in mind, I was able to enter school and then finish. Same with the financial end of it. So you got to have a strategy. I don't care who you are. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist. I live in the rocket city, but you don't need to have a scientific degree to know how to sit down and say, you know what? What does it look like for my life one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now? In fact, what is going to look like when it comes time for me to die? How I'm going to leave my resources? And then let me end with this one. You need to learn how to enjoy life. We can trust God. If we step out in faith and discipline ourselves, live on a budget, and then enjoy it because we're doing what God tells us, he makes himself available to make sure that we are successful. There's a prayer in the Bible, and I've written it in a book form. It's Genesis 24, 12. Eliezer prays this prayer as he goes out to find a wife for Isaac. And the prayer says, Lord God of my master Abraham, give me success this day. And I believe we need to pray every day, especially when it comes to our finances, because there are all types of forces trying to take away our financial resources and to take away our financial freedom. And so we need to pray every day the prayer. I call it the steward's prayer. And it's the prayer of success. And you need to say, Lord of my master Abraham, give me success this day. In fact, the title of the book is It's Bigger Than Me. And the reason why we must succeed financially, socially, spiritually, is because our lives are always bigger than we are. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. I love the stewardship prayer and just praying daily for our success. You shared so much with us today, so much with our listening audience. I know there's a lot of people out there who did not have pens and papers <laughs> to write down all of this. And I know that there's so much more you want to share. Can you please tell us your books or where they can get your information from and find out more about this? You mentioned the book, It's Bigger Than Me. And so how can people reach out to you and get this information? And is there other materials that you've produced that would be great for them to find out about? Yes, you'll understand this. I'm a preacher. I love to preach. And through the years, I preach very long sermons, okay? And my blessed wife had had to listen to me all the years. So she said, rather than preaching so many long sermons, why don't you take the time to write? So, so I ended up doing a lot of writing. And uh, as Doc said earlier, I've done about 22 books, some of which really speak directly to issues. One of the books 
is entitled Theoeconomics, uh, God's Wealth System, Unlocking the Wealth Potential of Individuals and Nations. Another book, as I mentioned earlier, It's Bigger Than Me, Prayer of Eliezer is what it's titled. Then another book is entitled Wealth is in Your Worship, Not in Your Works. Very powerful book, and it has Actually, we wrote it with the idea of touching people where they really were. It's where I outlined what true wealth is. What I talked to you earlier about wealth is the allocation of value. And that book would touch you in such a way because in about three of the chapters, I give what is it called fables to illustrate it. Very powerful fables that are written inside of the book. You know, my wife and I have the how to get out of debt way before all the other guys that are in the marketplace. We started in 1986. In those days when people were saying, nobody wants to hear about how to get out of debt. We were out there in the marketplace and we were doing it from this biblical perspective because we knew how critical it was in the life of the church members. You can't find any type of peace if you're enslaved to other people. I'll make it simple. At our website, you can find everything. It's www familylifedoctors.com, www.familylifedoctors, that's with an S, and that's spelled out doctors.com. You can find everything about it. It'll send you to our uh, online store where you can get all of our products. It will also tell you about our online courses, and we've been blessed to develop a number of online courses. As I said, I am a preacher, so we have a course that has been shared around the world. It's entitled Home Run Preaching. How to Preach an Effective Sermon Every Single Time. That's a powerful book, a powerful course, really. It's a combination of hermeneutics and homiletics. It talks about how to interpret the scripture, and it tells you how to develop a biblical presentation or sermon. Then we have another course that we took actually from our workbook, the Financial Fitness Workbook. As I said earlier, we started this in 1986. And we started out with a little workbook on uh, how to get out of debt workbook, and we piled that into the fifth edition. And then the Lord showed us that we would be going online for teaching. And so we put all of our stuff, packaged it in one online course that is called the 40-Day Financial Fitness Challenge. It is indeed a comprehensive online course, 100% online course that has, listen to this, let me make clear. 41 videos, 41 downloads, it's four different modules, 40 different lessons. I mean, it's comprehensive, and it takes in how to think about money. It talks about the theology of money. It gives you worksheets on how to plan your life. It tells you how to get out of debt, a complete plan, the plan that we've used, and we've literally allowed almost a quarter of a million people to go through this process, and it works. And again, it was before all the other guys were out here. So it works. The course also takes you through, listen to this carefully. Most financial literacy programs will tell you how to manage your money, but they will not tell you how to make money. That is one of the missing elements when you're talking about financial literacy, getting people out of debt. You've got to talk about the strategies for running, listen, running and operating your own business. We call them Godpreneurs. And then our most recent course, it's entitled Sanctified Sex. Oh. <laughs> Conversation with God about sex. 
And it correlates with the book my wife and I wrote together at the beginning of last year's called Sanctified Sex or Satanic Sexual Seduction, The Central Conversation with God About Sex. It is a very powerful course. It's a four module, 22 lesson, 27 videos, about 36 downloads, a very powerful course that we offer. All of that could be found on our website, www.familylifedoctors.com. And then I'll finish with this one. I've committed Drs. Woodard and Dossman to building an army of Godpreneurs. Godpreneurs are Christian people, whatever religious organization, who feel a call of God to start their own business. And this is an organization that helps business owners, prospective business owners, to learn how to do it inside the economy of God, using God's minds, God's means, and God's methods. That's why we call them Godpreneurs. And we have a special website for that. And it's, I think you'll get it, it's BAMIAG.com. BAM, B-A-M-I-A-G.com. I'll say it again, BAM, IAG.com, Business as Ministry, International Association of Godpreneurs. There we spend time helping people to, first of all, be convinced that business is a ministry. Then secondly, we encourage and inspire through weekly blogs, through what do you call webinars, coaching, and especially in helping people design digital products for this age. We're going to have to have you back. I mean, you just gave us an earful of things that you're doing. I'm really interested in BAM. I mean, I would love to find out more about that. Is there anything you'd like to share, Dr. Dossman? Yes, I'm going to say to the listening audience, and also I want to say to Dr. Hill, and now in public, what I've always said in private, and that is that I'm sort of one of those that was sitting probably high in the stadium when you were making your presentations and workshops. And right during those days, some of them were difficult days, but based upon many of your biblical teachings and theological professional principles, my wife and I made a decision that we were going to jump on board with some of those things that you have shared in summary with us today. And I will say that after 46 years, I mean, we're blessed to the point that, of course, I'm jealous of you because you're already retired and and I got two more years to go. But I'm just so thankful that when I retire, everything that I have and everything that I purchase, that we've already prepared ourselves to totally live debt-free. And it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. And I really appreciate having you with us, Dr. Hill. And I know that our listening audience, we're going to make sure that we also put your site on our page. And we really appreciate what you have done, how you have impacted the community and your principles that you have shared, that people around the globe are now following, and we really appreciate you taking the time because I'm aware of the fact that if we had to pay you for just this little time together, it would be 
enormous based upon your training and background. I really appreciate that your willingness to just come on and just share about biblical stewardship. I love the word Godpreneurs, and I really want to just thank you for taking this time. Let's ask Dr. Jordan, will you tell us how they can get in contact with us or if they have any questions in regards to the broadcast as we close today? Yes. If you're interested in asking questions or finding out more information about Dr. Hill, please go to our two sites, our Facebook page, Answers to Life's Challenging Question, and our Instagram page as well. And if you have a question that you would like to have answered, that you would like us to create a podcast around, please submit those questions on those pages, as well as contact us on our phone line, area code 415-690-8605. That's 415-690-8605. We'd like to thank you once again today for joining us to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. And we'd like to thank Dr. Hill. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at Facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.